The world's first airport for flying cars is opening. A dad was arrested after bringing a toddler into the elephant habitat at the zoo. And California theme parks are asking, please don't scream on our rides. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian who is sometimes funny, but always informative. Hey, I love that. The world's first airport for flying cars opens up this year. Woo, flying cars. Uh, There's so many of those. I know, right? You guys have seen a bunch of flying cars. We needed an airport for the flying cars that I see flying all around. <laughs> is this Who is this for? Is this airport for people that are going to be flying cars 200 years from now? Let's get more information. Maybe I'm not reading this correctly. The urban airport has chosen to build its first Air One transport hub for autonomous delivery drones and electric flying cars. It's going to be built next to the... Rico or Rico Arena in Coventry, UK. This futuristic facility will launch later this year. It will support delivery drones and air taxi technologies and eventually transport cargo and people across cities. Okay, the airport's founder and executive is quoted as saying, Cars need roads, trains need rails, planes need airports. EVTOLs will need urban airports. EVTOLs, what the hell are those? Hold on. Well, it stands for Electrical Vehicle Takeoff and Landing. I guess there's going to be a bunch of flying electric vehicles in our future, guys. Oh, boy. Do we have room for this in our lives? I'm wondering. Uh, over 100 years ago... Oh, this is the guy's quote. Still, Over 100 years ago, the first commercial flight took off in the world creating the modern, connected world that we live in. Urban airport will improve connectivity across our cities, boost productivity, and help the UK take the lead in a whole new clean global economy. Flying cars used to be a futuristic flight of fancy. Well, Air One will bring clean urban air transport to the masses and unleash a new airborne world of zero emission mobility. I probably should have done that with a British accent. I forgot to. I apologize. Not that my British accent's very good anyways. You probably don't miss it. Okay, it says here the company chose that location as the first site because Coventry is the center of the UK and historical hub for the aerospace and automobile industries. It sees the region as a hotbed for people with skills to support the future's manufacturing industries as urban air mobility takes off. Plus, the city's centralized location provides easy access to most parts of the country within four hours. Coventry Councillor Jim O'Boyle says, we already, We're already a city that is helping to shape the future of electric transport. This is yet another groundbreaking project that puts Coventry at the forefront of new technologies. It highlights how the council is working alongside a range of organizations to help shape a better, greener future. Right. <laughs> well, they won a lot of money for this, by the way, to build this airport. So you better do it right, and you better use this damn thing. I have a feeling this is going to sit around for a while and not be used. That's what I'm worried about. I mean, I like the idea of, you know, preparing for flying cars, but the arrival of flying cars, I mean, is this something that's going to be in our near future? I feel like this is 100 years away. That's me personally, but I don't know a lot about flying cars. 
You know, I watched the Jetsons a few times. That's all I know about it. <laughs> More than the flying cars, though, I guess this is a, a zero emissions airport because I guess we're going to have zero emission aircraft anyways, which is pretty cool. We got zero emission cars because, you know, we're going to have a zero carbon future. And I think that's really good. And, and it's needed for another uh, in order for humanity to keep going. We need to have a clean environment because it's just getting dirtier and dirtier. If you haven't seen so electric vehicles are helping with this whole thing. Um, I really want some answers on flying cars. So anybody in that industry can can you tell us when this is going to be a reality? Because I just love the idea. I'm a little worried because, you know, kids are texting and driving these days. What happens if you're now texting and flying? That just seems very dangerous. I don't want to be. I, I don't want a flying car landing on my face because some young person was sending a selfie. I just, I just, I, I have concerns about the flying car situation. Am I alone here? Call the show, 646-450-2012. A dad was arrested after bringing his toddler into an elephant habitat at the San Diego Zoo. A father faces child endangerment charges for bringing his two-year-old into an elephant habitat at the San Diego Zoo on Friday, according to the San Diego police. Police say an elephant became very upset after seeing the man and the child inside its habitat. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it was very upset and very surprised seeing an infant. Father's like walking up to it. Hey, come on. You want to touch the, touch the elephant's trunk, little buddy? Come on. Come on, elephant. Let us touch your trunk, man. I got a peanut in my pocket. Here's a quote from the San Diego security. This afternoon... Two guests, despite multiple barriers, bro, purposely and illegally trespassed inside a habitat, which is home to our Asian and our African elephants, bro. The San Diego Zoo security promptly responded to the incident, but the guests had already exited the habitat, bro. That's how people in San Diego talk, in case you're wondering. Both the elephants and the guests are unharmed. Yeah, but I'm sure the elephant has... Some trauma, emotional trauma. That's the last thing the elephant needs is regular citizens walking up to rub the damn things. They're trying to get away from humanity, last I checked. It's bad enough we captured them and put them in the middle of humanity. I feel bad for elephants. They're actually quite smart, by the way. Very intelligent animals. They know they're caged. Absolutely. If any animal knows they're caged, I mean, we know about those, how smart the the whales and the Dolphins are at SeaWorld and all that, but as far as a regular zoo goes, the elephant's most intelligent and have, I mean, complete awareness of their situation. The San Diego Police Department is on the site of the zoo and will follow some guidance, the zoo said in a statement. I don't know what that guidance is. The guidance is keep people out of your, your, your habitats. I don't know how these people just can just walk in. How do you just walk in an elephant habitat with an infant? Are you climbing a fence with an infant? I doubt it. Therefore, I think there was like an open door or something. I don't think he climbed the fence with his infant. I think he would have been stopped midway. Plus, it's difficult to climb a fence with an infant. Have you ever tried that before? I haven't, but you can imagine. I mean, I'm just doing the math here. Uh, so I have a feeling it was quite easy to get inside if he got in with a two-year-old. So just keep the shit on lockdown. Or shut down your zoo and let the elephants go. Be reasonable. I've already said this on this show. We should be doing zoos in a virtual reality 
and leave these animals unharmed. The poor elephants. My God. Anyways, that's just my gripe. What do I know? I'm just a comedian in a closet. Uh, a witness says the elephant appeared as if it wanted to charge at the father and the toddler. Uh, a witness described an even scarier situation. What's scarier than that? The elephant wanting to charge the father and the toddler, which seems normal. Somebody named Matt told the media that it only took about 30 seconds for the elephant to notice the man. Here's a quote from Matt. A lot of people froze and didn't know really how to take it in. Then immediately everyone was pleading with him and then it became frantic and hysterical. There was a big roar, all right? The elephant stuck its head up in the air and its tusks and it started like trotting towards the father and the infant. That was when other witnesses rushed to help the man, according to Matt. But he was running away. He was running away and he tripped and he dropped his toddler. <laughs> He's running away. He drops the kid. So stupid. This dad needs to, like, I don't know, not be a dad. Like, what happens when his wife finds out what he did? It's over for you, pal. You think you're going anywhere with the kid now alone? No way. You are going to be, you're going to have to have, uh, you know, a handler every time you go out with the kid. You're never going out alone with your kid now. You can't even take your kid to Duncan's. Not happening after this tomfoolery. Here's another quote from Matt. It just keeps going. I didn't think it was going to end well, you know. The elephant was like rushing towards the toddler. There was a moment when the elephant had the option. Luckily, the elephant took a second guess. There was confusion right there on the floor with them. The, tux, the tusks actually protruded out the other end. I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> the other end of what? I'll tell you right now, the father's lucky the tusks didn't protrude out the other end of his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would not have been angry. I would have been like, that's what you get, man. You get tusks up your ass if you break into a walrus. I mean, a walrus. <laughs> they do have tusks as well. When you break into an elephant habitat. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yay! No screaming on the rides. When Southern California theme parks like Disneyland, Universal Studios, and Six Flags Magic Mountain reopen in the beginning of April, they will likely have to take steps to ensure that screaming on the rides doesn't lead to the spread of COVID-19. Well, then you're going to have to make sure that people on your rides don't have COVID-19 because there's going to be some screaming. I don't know if you've been to Magic Mountain. Screaming is part of the atmosphere. You try and ride one of those crazy roller coasters and don't scream. You try. So what are you going to do? You're going to stop people from screaming? You're going to duct tape their mouths shut? I don't understand your approach, Southern California, with your theme park. There's going to be screaming. The California Attractions and Parks Association, CAPA. That's an actual job. People are... People work for the California Attractions and Parks Association. Do you think they get to go on all the rides for free? They must. That would be amazing if you, amazing if you work for the CAPA, as they're called. They represent theme parks statewide. You could probably just show up with your CAPA badge and just cut the line, I'd imagine. I'm with the CAPA. I got to inspect this amazing roller coaster. Got to make sure that it's safe. <clears throat> safe. 
By the way, I'm bringing my family on it with me. They're helping me maintain the safety of this ride. And by the way, there'll be no screaming. (laughs) I'll make sure of that. The CAPA is backing a plan that would tramp down on the effects that shouting and yelling on rides, such as roller coasters, could have in spreading the virus. Well, you're outdoors, so it's not as bad as indoors. But screaming, if you make everybody wear masks on the ride, my guess is we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. You could wear your mask and scream, probably. Best bet is if you could get people to double up their masks, then let them scream. That would be cool. Or if you could just pass out a screaming helmet to everybody. Just put this helmet on, scream all you want in the helmet, and then after they get off the ride, you throw the helmet away. That would be a, that would be an awesome solution that I just came up with. And cheap. It would be a cheap solution. <laughs> Absolutely not. Helmets are expensive. What if you put a plastic bag over everybody's head and then let them scream to their heart's content and then when they get off the ride, when the, you know, the ride's over, you just throw the plastic bag away? No, Jonesy, because they could suffocate. You're right. It's a plastic bag. Okay, let's, let's do paper. Instead of plastic, we'll do paper bag over everybody's head. Let them scream to their heart's content and then we just recycle the paper bag at the end of the ride. That's a great one. I just solved all your problems now. You can have screaming and roller coasters and no one's going to get sick. Ha-ha! I should should be working for C-A-P-A. California's reopening guidelines calls for businesses to limit activities that can spread the virus, such as singing and shouting. Damn it, that sucks, because I love to sing on the roller coaster. I sing on the pirate ship as well. Do you guys know the pirate ship? I just get up there, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. (laughs) That's that's me on the pirate ship. Here's a quote from the C-A-P-A, which I still can't believe is a real job. Guys, I'm going to have to change careers. I'm sorry. I want, to work, I want to work for the California Amusement Park Administration and just, you know, spend my day at Disney getting paid salary. Here's a quote. Face covering usage and or modifications to seat loading patterns will be required on amusement park rides to mitigate the effects of shouting. Additionally, on rides, guests generally face in one direction. Oh, damn it. There goes that pirate ship ride that I love. You guys know the pirate ship. You face each other. That, that ride's going to be shut down during COVID, unfortunately, probably forever. That's a damn shame because I like to sit in the back, you know, and every time you go up to the top, you, get, you, you just kind of get lifted out of your seat. It's quite dangerous, but I love it. Now, I assume they're going to be, in addition to covering faces, they're going to be socially distancing. So it'll be every other seat on these roller coasters. See, I was trying to figure out, like, at work, I was talking to some people because we looked up the price of admission to Six Flags right now because it's really cheap. Uh, you can get a season pass for like 60 bucks, which is super cheap. Uh, and I thought initially, because they're only going to open up the parks to like 30% capacity, I thought, oh my goodness, you could go to Six Flags and there would be no lines. You could just get on every ride really quickly. You wouldn't, because normally you have to wait like two hours to get on the popular rides, especially midsummer. You could wait up till three hours to get on some of these extremely popular roller coaster rides, especially if it's fairly new. Uh, and I thought with the reduced capacity, you'd be able to, you know, zoom right through the lines. But then my friend brought to my attention, my coworker, I should say, brought to my attention. Well, they're going to go every other seat. So it's going to be reduced capacity. And so the line is not going to go that much quicker. Plus, the, it might take them some time to spray down all the seats after each run. So that's going to take more time. So you think you're going to just breeze through these lines at the amusement parks? When in actuality, the opposite might be true. Because of all this COVID stuff, you you might have to wait longer um, 
it sounds to me. I'm guessing. I don't know. We'll have to see, though. Have you guys been to amusement parks in your area? Do you have... Can you, like, report back to me how it's being handled, what they're doing, and if the lines are longer or shorter? I would love to hear. I want some evidence, some first-person anecdotal evidence, if you could. Call the show or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you got a picture of yourself on a roller coaster, feel free to send that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody. It's Jonesy, and I hope you had a nice weekend. Thanks to those of you who reached out to me. Sent me Florida articles. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. I got some nice emails about it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Feel free to call the show, 646-450-2012. The calls have slowed down lately. I don't know what's going on there, guys. Uh, Yeah, pick up the phone, man. I'm here. The lines are always open, brah. I got a nice email from Alfred Studwell, who's also one of my Patreons. Patrons, not Patreons, patrons. Big shout out to Alfred. Because I asked, I asked on the podcast, how do you listen to Weird AF News? How do you take it in? And uh, he wrote me, hey, Jonesy, I listen to you mainly from my Amazon Echo. Uh, I say, Alexa Flash News. And after weather and Reddit comes you. Sometimes I listen to the extras on Patreon as well. Thanks for the laughs. Alfred in Atlanta. Yes. Alfred's a, been a patron for a while. And I'm glad that you listen to the extras on Patreon. Patreon, Alfred. I'm glad that you enjoy those. So you guys can get some extra stuff out of the Patreon. Hello. Why don't you check it out? Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Get some extra stuff in there. Did I, po- I posted a video yesterday about Florida. Oh, it's good stuff. Extra Florida weirdness. Don't you want that? Yes, you do. You're addicted. I know you are. I know you're addicted to Florida weirdness. So join the Patreon, silly. Don't be silly. You silly. <laughs> Go to weirdafnews.com. You can find a link to the Patreon there. Uh, What else? Yeah, uh, I left my email. If you want to follow me on social media as well, that's another way to reach out to me. Uh, At Funny Jones on Instagram. At Funny Jones on Twitter. And Comedian Jonesy on the Facebook. And I think that's about it. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Hope I'm starting your week off with some laughs. Maybe you'll learn something about the world. Shit, it's better than mainstream news at least, right? Yeah, right.